0: Welcome back to another edition of the Beth Linder-Moss podcast with best-selling author and social media influencer, Beth Linder-Moss. My name is Harold Nichol. We're going to continue with something that Beth talked about a bit last week, and that is the annual ritual of making and then breaking New Year's resolutions. And what I've seen is that most resolutions are forgotten by February, and more than 80% of people admit to breaking their resolutions. Um, Beth, I bet that the other 20% are are being dishonest. Uh, but I think we've all heard that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. So I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that making and then breaking resolutions fits this description What's a better way to achieve a good, healthy outcome in twenty twenty
1: three? Yeah, it's crazy how many people actually make res- you know make New Year's resolutions and then break them, forget about them, all of it goes by the wayside. Um, I think that for, in my opinion, the best thing you could really do is to instead of maybe calling it a New Year's resolution, I feel like that alone is like good is just like, has like a a target on it to like not happen. Right. Uh Yeah. 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 (laughs) I just feel like the name itself right there is like not going to happen. You say it, definitely not going (laughs) to happen. But maybe what we could do is, you, if you want to make something that you're thinking that you want to do for yourself, um, maybe just say, you know, you have some goals. Let's, uh, let's set some short term goals. Right. You know, a lot of people are like, I am going to the gym. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and then I have this list, right? Yeah, and right. Just, a lot of it's just not attainable. Like, you know, realistically, I'm going to, you know, in the month in the month of January, I'm dropping, you know, thirty pounds. Well, <sighs> that's, that's one a day. Realistic. That's a pound every day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's very unrealistic. The healthiest way to drop weight is to drop, you know, about two pounds a week maximum. Anyway. Wow. Um, and then it slows down after you start doing that anyway. But besides that, like setting realistic goals, like maybe it's something that you do wanna say, you know what, in twenty twenty three I do wanna do something different. But first of all, they have to be something that you truly want for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it has to be coming from you, not like, Oh, the doctor told me I have to lose twenty pounds. So I'm gonna do it, you know, but that's it's coming because the doctor's telling you, not because you're like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds so that I can, you know, I want to go out and do this and this and this. I want to feel better. I don't want to feel tired. I might want my clothes to fit. Like, all the different reasons that maybe you would want to do it versus somebody else saying you need to do it. Or a significant other saying, hey, I think you should really lose a couple, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of them doing it, you ha- it has to come from you. But some things that you could really do is like, like I said, like set these small attainable goals, mm-hmm. not New Year's really resolutions, but let's set goals. Yes, we all have a big picture in our head as to what that big goal should be, but I've said it many times already and it's taken those small steps that add up to the big goal. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're better off just making these small attainable goals. Is it, you know, it doesn't always, and yet, let me just make this clear. It doesn't always have to be about health and fitness, right. you know, but- it's not always health, fitness and, and, um, you know, and nutrition, it can be that you just want to say that, you know what, I'm going to start giving out, being nice to other people, and I'm going to give a compliment a day to somebody, or a compliment a week, really, maybe once a week, I give somebody a compliment, you know, like, could be like, little things, it could just be that maybe you're going to start to journal, maybe you want to just, you know, just do like, uh, I'm going to clean out my closet, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Right. Do something that's gonna make you feel good. That is like the best part. Like do something that you're gonna feel really good about. Yes. Um, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't have to be that you have to lose weight and it doesn't have to be that you're gonna start working out. But it can be like the little things, like, you know, that one closet, like I said, that is like Always like you open the door and everything falls out. Right. Or the dining room table that has turned into like a pile of mail, mm-hmm. Or whatever it might be, like go through something and maybe that's going to make you feel better.
0: Right. You know, um, I liked what you said about not calling them resolutions, because it seems like that that's just a recipe for failure and maybe not calling them resolutions, but setting those goals is a step towards that right mindset.
1: Yeah, you know, the right mindset, you know, obviously my book is called Think Healthy, Be Healthy, yes. but, it's, <laughs> but it's still, you know, like, I, I think a lot of it is when I say the right mindset is, are you doing it for you?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it going, if you do it for somebody else, it doesn't seem to, to last. No. So maybe it'll work for a short period of time, but it doesn't last. So, Think about especially, you know, all of these things that we're talking about. Like, it has to be for you. Like, do you want to walk in your house and feel better that that closet when you open the door doesn't, everything doesn't fall out on you? Do you want to, um you know, get more sleep every night so that you feel better throughout the day? Drinking water. All the little, all these things. A better mindset. You're doing these for you. The mindset is that you're going to be able to attain them so you can stay on track. When we set these big goals and they're unattainable, then of course we're all going to forget about it. It's the same thing as, okay, so we all know that when we go to the gym on January 2nd,
2: mm-hmm. the place is packed. Boy. Like
1: packed. Damn packed. Absolutely. Right? Because that's because because we set these resolutions. I'm going every single day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not going to happen. Like, you, you build up to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, but like, but because I didn't do it every single day, and then it's, you know, January 15th, and I didn't go every day, well, I just saw the towel. Right. You know, like, forget it, Sometimes am you know. <laughs> it's raining. So, like, we have to be the right mindset, meaning, like, let's do things, that let's set goals that are attainable, let's make things positive, let's surround ourselves with positive people as well, who are going to help us on track of meeting the goals that we have set out for ourselves.
0: Man, I love that. And um, I love the word positive. And I, I got to know, is this overall approach to the right mindset, is this the same as positive thinking?
1: Oh, they they're definitely go together for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Um, you know, if you're always negative and everything just is always like, it's just not going to happen. not going to happen. Nothing, nothing. It's like always like, you know, I, if you like you, it's better to like, look at the glass half full, of, you know, that are like, happen the kind of thing. Um, so yes, I would say that you do, you know, the positive stuff does happen. Of course, things are not always fantastic. And, you know, but instead of always looking at the downside of everything, start to find one bright thing out of something that might, that maybe happen. Maybe the, you know, there's always something, one thing you could probably pull out of that was positive. And let's focus on that.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's so well said. And um, like you had mentioned in, in the book, Think Healthy, Be Healthy, you had, you had written that when you're having a bad day, and you mentioned a little bit about this a minute ago, you go and you work out. And, you know, I find the same thing for myself, that it always b- boosts my mood. But what do you say to people who say that they just hate working
1: out. That's okay. I mean, for me, I, I that, that always helps me. But mm. maybe I'm going to tell somebody else that maybe what you need to do is just put on, like, your favorite music. What, mm. Like, sometimes you have a song or any artist that might, like, pick up your mood. You could do that. Somebody else might want to journal. Somebody, some people might just, need like, need to cook. But if you're going to cook, let's cook something healthy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um <laughs> But like, yeah, there's other ways that you can like get out of that like bad mood. Um, I, I actually I know for a fact that like when my mom is stressed. She mm-hmm. likes bake, but you uh-huh. know, um, but hope, but she, but I give her healthy recipes to bake with. Um, right. But you know, it put on like that like that really good song, or or you know maybe there's a book that puts you back in a better mood. Like what like you got to find that one thing um I, I don't maybe go play with some puppies Ooh. you know like <laughs> you know go to the go to a store that has lots of puppies or go to the park where mm-hmm. you see all those puppies i mean or kittens Who, like what puppy or kitten doesn't put you in a good mood right I,
0: i've never met one yet i can tell you <laughs> and but if uh, but if eating fudge puts you in a better mood that's not such a good idea
1: <laughs> that's why I said Let's go for the Healthier version Yeah 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 Right right But like Because that's really Like when you say And you're going to go Eat a, a, a thing of ice cream mm-hmm. Like obviously oh, That's not the direction We want to go in No um, But instead of doing that We can make Healthier versions Of the, of some foods That maybe are Comfort foods We can make A healthier version um, Of you know A lot of things So we could look Up a recipe That maybe You know Would be helpful Or just plug that You know That music in i if I, listen, I go for a walk. I take my dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a walk. Maybe you go for a walk and listen to your favorite music. That would be like a double amazing whammy, right? <laughs>
0: Absolutely, I I totally agree. And I, you know, found earlier um, in my experience that when I go work out, if I go run or um, just spend maybe ten minutes on, I don't know, doing push ups or or uh, getting on the the Strider, I I always. Feel better, and I don't know what the physiological brain chemistry is behind that, but there's definitely something to it. And along those lines, oh, you I get
1: the yeah.
0: You, I'm sorry, you get, go the, ahead.
1: you get the endorphins that the endorphins that are going. It's yeah. amazing. It's absolutely amazing.
0: Now I also learned that being in a class, an exercise class, that that was way more fun than just you know showing up and lifting weights on my own or being on the treadmill. Is uh, getting to that positive mindset for a, a better new year is is that a good thing to do? Be in a class with others.
1: Well, I actually find it amazing. Um, so you know, I always say that maybe you know you want at least one workout partner. Um, it holds you accountable. Not only does it hold you accountable, but it all but that other person or other people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's somebody to talk to. It's somebody who's going through the same thing as you. Maybe not exactly the same thing, but you, you're all on your own journey, but you're all going through the journey together, which actually makes it really nice. You have right. a support system, like a built-in support system. Um, and then, you know, of course, while you're in the class, you have someone to complain with. And we're you? like, Oh my yes. God, not another burpee. <sighs> oh my God, more burpees. Are you kidding me? You know, someone, you know, someone else who can like, to get into it with you, um, who feels the same way because they're going through it with you. Yeah. Um, but the support system you get from, we're having a buddy or uh, going to a group class, group fitness classes. Those are, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, somebody to complain with. I've heard this expression: "Misery loves company." And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's all be miserable together. <laughs> now, um, well, you're not
1: going to be miserable because after you work out you feel amazing. Yeah. So a lot of times people will tell me we have a love hate relationship. So they hate me to you know, quote unquote hate me during like their actual fitness time with me. But then the second it's over, they actually love me because they love how they feel. They're loving the results that they might be getting, that kind of stuff. So
2: yeah.
1: um the love hate relationship that kinda of goes along with that. So you're not miserable the whole time. Maybe just during some of those buggies. Yeah. But you're really not because you know, it might be hard, but you got to get yourself out of that comfort zone, mm-hmm. and to achieve your to achieve your goals, you got to get out of that comfort zone anyway.
0: Yeah, somebody told me once that if it hurts, that means you're doing it right, and so um, that's uh,
1: well. There's a difference. There's a difference between hurting and. Feeling your muscles working or getting, you know, getting a little more breath. So you never want to be in pain when you're working out, but you definitely want to push yourself and get yourself out of that comfort zone for sure. And yeah. sometimes after you work out, you're sore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think sore is what, is what this individual meant. Not that, you know, you torqued your back out of alignment or something like that. So, um, right. No, I totally get it. Uh, I know that you have to work or you don't have to, but that you work with a lot of of individuals and lots of different types of folks. And I'm willing to bet that you've come across some who are just really negative and have all but quit before they even got started with you. How do you approach folks like that? You
1: know, I really try to find that, like, what we were just talking about, that like one positive thing that we could find out of each situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if it's something small, by as long as we could find something positive, we could kind of turn things around and then we could start like taking the baby steps.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's such a good point. Um, and a lot of times having a teacher or an instructor, or somebody like you there to help us recognize that one positive thing is a big help. Don't you think?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just finding the positive, like it can turn a situation around. Like, you know, obviously sometimes there are definitely negative things, like I said, but if you could just find that little light in there, um, it kind of helps bring it around just a little bit. I'll make it, you, you look at it and tweak it a little bit the way you're looking at it.
0: Right. Right. Um, With the time we have left, Beth, um, let's kind of sum this up. And what I heard you say at the outset was that instead of resolutions, which seem like just a prescription for failure, make healthier decisions and maybe do that one thought at a time. How does that sound? Yeah, absolutely. So.
1: You know, like I said, like we want to, like they're taking a recipe, we want to just turn it around, to make it a little healthier. But like, and you want to just take the baby steps, take your resolution that's not a resolution and let's turn some of those into some attainable goals Mm -hmm. and you just take it one day at a time. Like literally, that's all the smell steps, one day at a time, healthier decisions, wiser choices, um, things that make you happy.
0: Yes. That's uh, so well said, and um, thank you, Beth Linder Moss, for your wisdom and and expertise in in this area. You could think of renaming resolutions as one good step away from failure and the almost certainty mm-hmm. of it to uh, to a better twenty twenty three. Yes, uh, yes. So Beth's book, Think Healthy. Be healthy is available everywhere that books are sold, and on Amazon. And you can see it on her website, which is her name, Beth Linder-Moss. You can listen to previous episodes of the podcast and read Beth's blog. And we'll be having some of the uh, news stories that have covered Beth here in the last couple of weeks. That'll also be available on her website, which again. BethLender-Moss.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and tell your friends about the BethLender Moss podcast, and we'll see you next time.